Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hello, the internet, and welcome to this episode of Robert De Niro versus Al Patrendo. Hey. Patrendo, baby. Wow. Wow. Young De Niro versus young Patino. Patrino. Pacino. That's his name. (laughs) Um, Hey, I'm Jack. That's Miles. We're the young versions of ourselves. And uh, these are some of the things that are trending uh, somebody just broke Twitter. With this <laughs> poll. <laughs> Who's hotter? Young Al Pacino or young Robert De Niro? And I gotta say, both answers have me, uh, salivating. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna say, it took you a second. Your, your, your circuits were so fried by the heat. Uh, and the pun is intended. Uh, yes. that was just coming off your screen. Yeah, Ashley Reese at Offbeat Orbit. Asked a question that somehow got to this moment a 50-50 split on a Twitter poll with over 250,000 fucking votes cast. That's wild. She tweeted, at a wedding and having a big debate right now, please vote who was hotter, young Al or young Robert. Yes. And it's... I don't know what to say. Yeah. So she is like, yo, that like it's crazy to me that anybody would say De Niro, like young Al Pacino was beautiful. Um not, neither of these answers are crazy to me. When you look at pay, like that's what that's they're what both I guess like, they're both mid to me. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't you know. know. They, I I feel I like there's some photographs that, that. they they both photograph extremely well. I would say. Yeah, I guess for me, I'm not like I'm like ooh between the t- I, just to them they're kind of like it's like the pole. I'm like yeah, they're both about the same. Like I get that they mm. were handsome young men. Like you know, it, like most people in their youth, they had their physical prime. Uh, mm-hmm. 
I think it's more just like how when Super Producer Anna dropped this in our group thread. I think what's more, I think a better question is who's hotter now. <laughs> That's more interesting. There's more to go work with there. Because I mean, Al Pacino yeah, looks like, like a at the various points. You you take the you take the age, the young time period out when they're both hot, and then you kind of run through them as they age. And yeah. I mean, I feel like De Niro held on a little bit stronger. Pacino like went, like for instance, in Heat. Right. Like Pacino kind of, like I, he has that thing, that like thing that happens to aging men where they kind of start looking like old women a little bit. Like they start looking a little bit like my grandma after she had her like hair done, you know? Like, went oh, to like the I salon. Came back, sure. Okay. Yeah. Like that, like, you know, puffy shirts with shoulder pads type. Like, that's the vibe <laughs> I'm getting from Al Pacino and Heat. Yeah. He definitely has, like, when, like, I remember, like, when my friend's mom, who always had long hair, did the thing as she got older and, like, chopped it off. It's like, you know, like, as I'm older, I just want, like, to have a shorter do. Yeah. The way Pacino comes out with that, like, quaffed hair, yes. Heat does feel like, try and guess who's working this new short hair do. And it's yeah. me. <laughs> serving luke's sir <laughs> um but they're both amazing in that i mean pacino's performance in that is like prime screaming cajun man yeah. for for no apparent reason as super producer brian and i were talking about before it started like there's i think i learned this on the podcast action boys but like his whole idea for that character heading in and throughout production was that he was blitzed on cocaine the whole time. And, he, and like, yeah, and he, Al Pacino's character, <laughs> I had didn't like even know a, that. a major league coke problem. And wow. Uh, and that was like informing why he goes so big with every oh. single speech. That That's why I have no control over the cadence <laughs> or intonation of how I speak. <laughs> cocaine. She got a great ass. <laughs> um, Okay, but Jack, latter day face off, old Pacino or old De Niro? De Niro has aged into this is like for me, like De Niro and my dad have aged very similarly. So wow. I like I see Shout out to your dad. Yeah. I, I, I feel like De Niro's aged well. Um and he he just looks too much like my dad to have, for me to be impartial oh, about how he looks these Pacino days. looks like like he looks so out of sorts, like with his long hair and like way too many accessories, like wrist accessories yeah, and shit yeah. that he wears and scarves. He always looks like he got dressed by accident. Like, yeah. Or he's yeah. like this old guy who's trying to make it out here in a younger person's world and is just so overwhelmed by everything that yeah. he's just he just looks like chaos. Like if he feels like that tweet about Del Curry, like you don't want to be out here. You don't want to be out here. Like he this is like what he it'll just do to you. Got spun around twenty times and stepped out of a wind tunnel every time you see him. Like yeah. he just looks uh, you know, unsure of what's going on. Uh, but then brings it uh yeah. with, with I don't, the performance. I, I wanna look like I don't yeah, all I yeah. I don't even but know I think what they I'm, were both very where attractive young men. Al Pacino more conventionally, uh, and De Niro had more of a like kind of different look to him. Yeah. Which is why I think where where I think the people are kind of confused. Right. Cause now everyone just kind of like every, you know, like het dude in a major city looks like Serpico now. Right. Right. 
So um, in that sense, I guess he gave people an inspiration. But, but they were famously competitive with one another and mm -hmm. like, you know, had to be very delicately handled on set when they were in the same film in Heat. Uh, and I'm just curious if they're aware of this poll. How many times have they voted? How many times have they asked their friends to vote? Uh, you know, <laughs> they, where, where, where hey, are they at? Mar Marty, Marty. How did you get on Twitter and vote for me, baby? <laughs> Who is this? Dow. <laughs> he calls he calls Martin Scorsese, even though De Niro yeah. is. I know. Rob has probably called you already. Um all right. There's a man by the name of David Nielsen who left Wall Street to work for charity for a Church of Latter-day Saints charity. Yeah. And him, a Mormon himself, was like, yeah, yeah, let me go. So he worked for this charity and found out that it was basically being run like a hedge fund. Yeah. They told Precisely. people, you know, they, they accepted people's tithings. That was yeah. Like the main source of the money is church And members. people don't know, this is the fucked up practice in a church where they're like, if you want God to fuck with you, Okay, you better give me your money right now. And if you don't, I don't know what to say. And if you, there was a clip that was going viral recently of a like of a pastor preacher who was like, if a family is forced to decide between offering a tithing or pay for a meal, I would say make sure you give to the church first. Yeah. Because without that, there's no way to guarantee that you could have food on the other yeah, side yeah. without God's grace. That's um, right. Cool. So they took every they took church tithings. members' tithings and made that into a fucking hedge fund. Yes. <laughs> the church collects an estimated seven billion in contribution from its seventeen million members annually. Wow! And and they just basically he's saying that once the money goes in, it don't come out. They're just right building a giant uh fund. I love that it's like a nonprofit. They're like it's a nonprofit. Okay, it's like yeah. So oh, so it's charitable. Uh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, to like yeah. other business people, really. They're like, oh, so you're not like building churches or, you know, helping people spread the word? Mm, not really. Because, like, I like how this guy looked in. He's like, the only money going out is to other fucking businesses owned by the church or people associated with the church. Right. So, uh, yeah, and it. yeah, it, I think if you could create a hedge fund that uh, was able to grow its money tax free, people would be on board with that. But, um, yeah. yeah. So they're taking advantage of that little loophole that people love to use in the United States. It just States. breaks my heart when people of the cloth, religious people, you never see it coming, you know? You never fucking see it coming. That's what's so so hard about living in this modern era yeah. or since time immemorial since people have been duping their parishioners, but holy shit. It's like yeah. such a finesse too. Like this guy was just like yeah, no money. Like when they asked, like when he asked people, like if y'all not, like if the money's not going out, what is it for? It's like it's a rainy day fund, all right. Yeah. But then the rainy days were like one of his, like his bosses shared this document that a, that a meeting that showed one point four billion dollars from the fund went to a mall being built on land owned by the church, and then six hundred million was used to prop up a for profit church owned insurance company. To glorify so, God. Yeah. yeah. Hey, we're going make to find more God. money so you can make more money. You know, that's like uh, Kiyosaki says, it's about the debt that I have. Look right. at that, because you got to have debt to make money. Okay, it is like I do wonder how many, like the church members, how many of them thought that, like, are going to be mad at this. Like, it's like when you find out that Harvard has a endowment of, like, you know, a small nation, right. and 
you're like, but isn't that, is that what the people want who are giving the money? They're like, yeah, now our endowment's bigger than Yale's. And so that's all that matters. Like, is it just a dick measuring contest with other churches to be like, and we must be right because look at that. Uh, look, look at, at that head fund. Cha-chingy. Yeah. Call up Chingy because uh, whatever I forget. Oh, because he's at the Holiday Inn. I'm, I was trying to remember a song by Chingy. Yeah. Been too um, long. Yeah. Well, Miles, it's been way too long for us and Chingy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. He's, you know, he's banned from LA radio. Fun, in, fun radio fact. You'll never, you'll, you will not hear Chingy on LA radio. Just for behavioral problems? No, nah, because he crossed radio stations with live shows and like all the pro- programming directors like, okay, we're not going to play your shit. And oh. then Chingy disappeared from the radio in LA. Wow. Yeah. There you go. On right. my new podcast. <laughs> History Check of LA. <laughs> History <The> of Chingy. <laughs> battle for Chingy. the airwaves. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's take a quick History of Chingy. <laughs> <laughs> the History of Chingy. <laughs> Deep dive history of all things Chingy. All things. Yep. All right. Let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Me. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no Spice Girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse, Back to Black, directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R, under 17, not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. And we're back. And I guess just update on the John ja Morant situation. You know, he... He has not learned a thing. Has not learned. He was on Instagram Live in the middle of the season with a gun. Like he was in a club on a team trip with a gun and they were uh, concerned. And so yeah, he was the suspended, brand. did a lot of like rehab in the public eye, out of the public eye. What are those rehab exercises? Like, like he picks up a gun and like, now put it down. <laughs> ah, yes. Okay. 
You are not a gang member. You do not need a blammer on you, sir. Yes. Uh, anyways, there, there was an Instagram live over the weekend where he was spotted with yet another blammer. Yeah. Uh, the blammers don't quit. No, they um, don't. And, uh, and it's funny because it wasn't on his live. It was like his boys, like IG. Cause like, I think at the time only a hundred people were watching, but there's a moment they're like rapping to this song. And the guy's got the selfie video on, and he's, like, panning over to Ja Morant sitting next to him. And then, like, for one second, Ja Morant, somehow he goes from not having a fucking gun in his hand to then the next time you see him, he's, like, waving a pistol. And the, <laughs> it's the like, friend realizes. Like a comedic sketch. Like, oh, it, like, it felt like a Simpsons bit. about right. it. like, a gun gotcha. just appears in his hands. We don't know how. Yeah. And, the, and his homeboy, like, tilts the camera down real quick. He's like, oh, shit, that was in frame. But then you can tell... He's telling Jai, he's like, yo, I'm live or whatever. Put that shit away. Yeah. And then he slowly brings the camera up like from away from his chest so that you can see the camera again. And he's like bouncing his shoulders and like there's no gun anymore. And you're like, y'all, it's they caught you in 4K already. Please stop with this. Please stop with the fucking gunplay in general. Like, what the fuck? Like, we don't have enough morbid shit going on with guns. Yeah. Like that. I mean, if he was smart, he would tell people it was an airsoft gun. Right. But that's why he doesn't hire me as his publicist. Right. Does seem like there's the opportunity here because the video quality was so low. He could be like, it was a toy gun. He's like, I've, he's like, look, I guess I've lying learned. is probably not the, but the, the Grizzlies have already suspended him. Yeah. I guess like he could argue. It's like, it's like when people go from smoking cigarettes to vaping, he's like, right. I went from holding real guns to airsoft guns. And eventually I'll hold a wooden, just a thing. That's like a wooden L that yeah. feels like a gun. And then I won't have to hold one at all. I'll be, that's I'll right. be clean. Yeah, it's like but the yeah. patch for people. Poor Memphis, man. They're fucking falling apart right now. They went from being something really exciting to now just a uh, whole lot of whole lot of problems. Yeah. Well, McDonald's lost that hot McNugget lawsuit. Wait, what? So a child had nuggets spilled onto their lap. The nuggets were extremely hot. The four-year-old's leg was actually like burned to the point that there's like scarring. So McDonald's was sued. And a chicken McNugget? Yeah. Well, so this is the like McDonald's is franchised out. So like right. just, there's lots of opportunities for people you know, to an individual it. franchisee to have like a different, you know, policy or not some safety protocol in place so the nuggets come right out of the grease like into uh <laughs> they just the, take the into basket. The car. <laughs> no, they take the basket and they just whip it at the customer fresh out of the fryer. There's like not yeah. even a box that comes in. Wow. Yeah. That's so like wild to even picture a McNugget that fucking hot that it would burn. Yeah. Like the hottest thing I ever had was probably like when they used to fry the apple pies. I remember as a kid, like that one time hot. that shit yeah. fucked me up. Yeah. I lost all of my taste on my tongue for yeah. my entire 13th year from one of those. I remember that book you wrote, Things We Lost in the Fire. Yes. Yeah. Uh, But... I don't know. This is being raised as like once again, like McDonald's getting sued for stupid. Sh like you remember the coffee thing was like a big right, story. That, yeah, and I remember at the time in the '90s, it was like, oh, you're just trying to get one over. Yeah. And then when you like actually read, you're like, holy shit, yeah. what? How exactly. hot was this shit? So just when in doubt, you're probably the corporation. The version that you're getting of like what happened with the corporation is not as bad as what actually happened. Right, right, right. So uh, just generally when the knee jerk is like, let's make fun of this stupid four year old for letting yourself disfigure their legs. Uh, it's supposed to go in your mouth, not on your legs. 
like what when that's your initial instinct maybe t- yeah. take a beat maybe maybe don't publish that podcast episode yeah. exactly. <laughs> uh that is actually why we had no episode on friday we did a whole yeah. episode just making and fun hey, of- shout out to becca bay victor brian yeah. justin anna every one of the producers was like do you do not like want to spend 45 minutes laughing at this four-year-old's legs yeah but i was like i mean mcdonald's has never steered me wrong uh, yeah no even chance. though i lost all this taste on the side of my mouth all right well buzzfeed uh closed the news division but apparently they put all that brain power into making making their lists absolutely yeah. hit yeah um because ones, there's a new ones. one that is 19 non-horror movie scenes that scared and traumatized gen xers and millennials as kids this is just like straight up down the middle i'm sure i've read a version of this article five right. times before on buzzfeed but hey they weren't just repeating it lazily they were getting better because yeah. they um <laughs> they nailed it with this or they i mean there are a handful on here that well i think they nailed it in that they basically trawled a subreddit for someone asking the question and then brought the answers here. Which is and, all BuzzFeed is. Reddit is the front page of the internet and BuzzFeed is like, no psych, actually, we're the front page. Oh, yeah. Of the I mean, internet. Reddit, so much, so much of the viral shit you see on Twitter starts on Reddit. And yeah. like, it's always funny when you see like, like there's always people being like, you're just trawling, you're like, you're just trawling Reddit and putting it on another platform, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so that's what BuzzFeed did. Anyway, the people of Reddit, they know what the fuck they're talking about. Because the yes. very first one of scenes that horrified... the You know, the first thing I thought of was yeah. the large Marge sequence in Pee-wee's Big Adventure. That's number one on the list. That is the first scene I can remember like being like thinking about weeks, years after it happened. And being Her face like, didn't have to do Damn. all that. Yeah. <laughs> right. It didn't. I remember it like, really why do you have to do that? Didn't have to do that. Didn't have to do that. He didn't have to do that. My God, why'd he go so hard? <laughs> yeah. And I remember watching it last year, uh, like on my birthday, because I was like, you know what? I'm going to watch Pee Wee's. Like, let me just get back into it. That scene still, I was a little bit like, I could feel my like heart rate because I like in, in anticipation for that part. Yeah. I was a big Superman head when okay. I was a kid. And I think I brought this up. Like, it just popped into my brain, I think, one day while we were recording. But in Superman 3, there's a part where a lady gets forcibly turned into a robot where just the weirdest. And again, it it is like stop motion. Like it it feels like it's being done with practical effects in a, like I can still picture it. I don't think I've watched it in 35 years, but it has always been in the back of my mind. Like since I saw it as a child, like it really fucked me up so that that's on there. Never ending story. When the horse drowns in quicksand, yeah, that's also, that's sad. I, you know what actually fucked me up? Bambi, when the mom gets got. Oh, yeah. That fucked me up bad. And that's not even, like, really horror or anything. I was just, like, the thought of, like, being abandoned by my mother, I remember, was so potent as a child. I was like, oh, my God. I don't fucking hate Bambi. Other good ones, the E.T. decontamination tent yeah, sequence. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. one was really sad. Uh, I remember that. It was sad, but it didn't, like... Like the the images from it didn't live in my brain. No, not like that, Large March. That shit large is Large. Like, yeah, I could I could write that with my eyes closed and give you like a photorealistic <laughs> sketch. Yeah. And then a lot of people said that the uh, Temple of Doom was really scary, not because of its terrible racism, but from no. the scene where the guy ripped the guy's heart out. Yeah, yeah. Kali Ma Shukti Day. I was I was always like, yo, this particle is fucking hard. Yeah, that part was just cool to me. Yeah. And like in like Pancot Palace, even the, like the monkey brain, I was never like 
even put off by that either. Yeah. Well, uh, shout out to BuzzFeed again, just doing the best work out there by yeah. stealing shit from Reddit. All right. Those are some of the things that are trending. Oh, yeah. This afternoon. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. We are back tomorrow with a last episode of the show. Until yeah. then, be kind to each other. Be Full kind one. to yourselves. Get the vaccine. Don't yep. do nothing about white supremacy. Mm-hmm. And we will talk to you all tomorrow. Bye. Bye. Here's something you might not know about wireless. Sometimes what you see isn't what you get. But with Visible, what you see is what you get. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Just $25 per month, taxes and fees included. Switch now at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Zite gang, you like to watch new stuff, right? I mean, who doesn't? I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama, a new season of The Kardashians starring the Kardashians, of course, and Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch strata coaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com.